What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mike Mack. And it's your boy, Curtis, a.k.a. Naruto to Mike's Luffy. <laughs> Where's your straw head up? And this is another episode <laughs> of the Black Heroes Podcast. I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's, what's good, time... you know? <laughs> Oh, God. And this time, we're going... <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Bro, that's my goal now. Like what every does time, that mean? every time we do this, my goal is just to throw you off. <laughs> yeah, like the Naruto to your Luffy. What does that mean? You're Luffy, and I'm, and I'm Naruto. So this episode, we're going to be talking about our taste <laughs> in anime, and we'll be using <laughs> specific shows and detailing what about those shows kind of help to explain how we normally gauge and how we make some of our, pick, pick some of our favorites in anime yeah basically what we did was we created a three by three grid and the way it is like when you see the grid you would just see our general taste in anime like when when you, you look at it well, okay this is what curtis is into this type of stuff mike is into um i think we got a pretty decent taste i mean i feel like you're into some pretty pretty fucked up shit i'm, I'm kidding yes you're into some really no nah, i'm about to say I, I can't even deny that but uh <laughs> <laughs> Even I get not at, <laughs> but, but um, I'm about to say one one of my things on this list is literally famous for one scene that is just like wild. Okay, looking at yours, like okay, what is this at the, like the top left? Like, like what is this? Uh, <laughs> like, just it's what you call a masterpiece, Curtis. A masterpiece? It really is. Well, it's like a hentai to me. Well, you're the one that watched one, so. <laughs> okay, I was just curious. Okay, and by the way, the the, the one I watched was called. Tropical Kiss, or anybody seen that? What? Yeah, it's called Tropical I was Kiss. Talking about Rebuild Healer, <laughs> bro. Let's not even get into that. I'm like, bro. I'm so. Why did I open that door? <laughs> Why did I open the door? Y'all warned me, and I just didn't listen. It's your fault. I got curious. I was like, why is everybody play defense for us the whole time, bro? Like legit, I was so confused when people was like asking about about it. I was like, <laughs> you guys think Rebuild Healer was amazing? Yeah, I was like, so like, what is this show? <laughs> I was like, no. I was the Obama meme, <laughs> and then when I y'all you know, told me, I was like, oh, and then when I watched it, I was like double O. <laughs> yeah, nah, all I needed was to hear the premise. Either way, so yeah. Um, before that, though, man, let's, let's get some updates, man. What, so, what have you been watching outside of Rapist the anime? <sighs> man, like, well, besides trying to get through it. Trying, like, Lord, like, does it, how did I get greenlit? Like, just how? <laughs> Who, like, signed off on? Who was like, you know what? We're going to make this a show and we're going to put it on TV. <laughs> Somebody who used a whole box of Kleenex. <laughs> oh, would it be Kleenex? I wonder, what, I wonder what Japanese, what tissue brands of Japanese could be. I have no idea, but, like, besides that, um, I'm rewatching AOT, but in dub, because, like, do you like the dub? I'm glad I did, because I got to hear Nalfami's voice actor. Um, he plays like the cook that had like a crush on Sasha. Um, really, I haven't really been watching too much stuff like anime wise. Besides like rewatching stuff, like I just got back and uh, watching Boruto again. Uh, hopefully, I can get to where it gets good. Fingers crossed. But it's pretty okay so far though. Yeah, I've been watching Boruto too. Um, I I I leave it alone. And I'm actually I'm gonna wait till we like go further into your list because one of the things I'm starting to watch again is actually on your list, so can't wait to get into that. 
Well, what about you? Oh, uh, I've been actually reading manga more than watching anime. Uh, mm-hmm. So, fun fact, I got accused of being gay. That was funny. Because <laughs> 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 I kept complimenting this one character, D. Grayman. So I started I started reading D. Grayman. So cause I tried to anime about like three, four years ago. We were actually still in college. And... Um, I don't know. It has. It's kind of like it's kind of like the anime of Inuyasha, mm-hmm. where like you have the. It was ongoing back in the day, so that was like you know it's in the two thousands. So that's like filler heaven back in the day, and so like they have all these extra missions and extra journeys that don't really mean anything to the story. So like if I watched it now as a as an adult, you know what I'm saying? When I was nineteen, I think I was like twenty or twenty one when I tried to watch that shit. And I was just like, bro, what is going on? What is the story? <laughs> What's the power system? What's happening? Like all this extra stuff. And but then when I read the manga, first of all, the art is amazing. Second of all, the story is much better than I need to give it credit for. Third of all, this nigga Taiki is fucking handsome, dude. <laughs> I hate how handsome this I character. I mean, I feel like it's okay to like acknowledge that a dude is handsome. It's not like you're going too far with it or anything like that. So I feel like it's cool. I mean, and you yeah. show me what he looks like, and he is a handsome dude. That was a handsome bastard, and I could not <laughs> hate this villain. Like he's a villain, and he had like motherfucker got me over here sitting there just trying to be like, is murder really such a bad thing? <laughs> you can't see my face right now, but I just made like the what what face? I'm just saying, like. If a handsome dude murders somebody, is that so bad? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, it is. But <laughs> at the same time, I want to sympathize with her. And then you got my girl, Rode. I love her a lot. She is technically a legal lolly, but she's fun. Although I did find out she was a legal lolly because at first, like, she ends up kissing the main character. So I was just like, yo, you can't be trying to turn the main character into a pedo. And then I sit down, like, something just told me to look up her age. <laughs> and then when oh, I did, man. she's technically 35. I, I was like, yo, you cougar, get your hands off this 15 year old. Before we, like, get deep into the topic, actually, one thing I want to tell you apparently, my manager uh, started watching Naruto. Because I was at work and he, uh, he asked me how I was doing. I was like, I'm, I'm just working hard, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I worked at um, my first job this morning. I came here, and he was like, "Man, if only you had a shadow clone." I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> That's pretty funny. I was like, "Do you do you know Naruto?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, I've been watching it. I'm uh, I just finished the Land of Waves arc." I'm like, "I thought you was only watch DBZ." I'm like, "I'm trying to branch out." I'm like, "Thank you." You want to try One Piece? Nah. Yeah, my cousin. My cousin is actually the exact same because he just finished part one of Naruto, and then. It was funny because then, like, he forgot there was a whole part two. <laughs> no, but uh, he did say he was going to try One Piece next after Naruto. So, oh, that's pretty good. Nah, because I was, I was talking to him. And the way I found out he didn't watch Shippuden, because was, he was like, he was like, yeah, I just finished Naruto. I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, yeah, I, I was like, oh, you're going to try One Piece? He's like, I ain't watched 900 episodes. And then I was like, dude, you just watched, like, 500. He was just like, I watched no damn 500 episodes. I was like, yes, you, you just said you finished Naruto. It is exactly 500 episodes. He was like, no. It was 200. I was like, nigga, that's part one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because like, they take our classified as two separate shows. I know like I was, in the manga, I, I guess was, it's like a I continuation. Laughing, bro. I but um, I mean, personally, I think um, when it comes to One Piece, I think every anime watcher should at least like, give it a chance at least once. I, I think so, personally. I mean, if you want to. I don't think you have to. It's not going to, like, I don't want to say it's not going to change your life, but... I mean, some it's people act like it changes their lives. Yeah, me too, a good person. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. It's not just like I know. I don't feel like any anime or TV show should really make you like. 
you know what? I think I'm going to be a better person. I mean, Naruto did that for me when I was a kid. Yeah, you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure asshole was helped in that equation, too. I mean, it definitely helped. <laughs> yeah. definitely. <laughs> that's more important, but... And that's not good. I remember, um, okay, last thing, man, because um, about a week ago, I actually showed my mom the Naruto speech he did to Zabuza. And she was like, oh, wow, I can actually see how that like would affect them. Like, what, a 12, 13 year old? I'm like, can I see that? I'm like, yeah. Um, I remember I showed my mom an Envy Need Ed <laughs> <laughs> when his arm broke. <laughs> Oh god! And then she, she was like, "Look at me!" <laughs> and my mom was just like, "What are you watching?" <laughs> oh my god! All right, well, let's go ahead and just uh, get into your list. You can go ahead and just name your nine. All <laughs> uh, right. So to explain it, pretty much we're just gonna name. Wait, so we're naming all of them. Mm-hmm. I, I actually forgot the bag. I'm double checking on the show. But so we're naming all of them one by one, and then explaining it or like name all of them and then go down the list. Well, like, okay, like how did you choose yours? How did I choose mine? Yeah. Uh, well, two of them are recency bias, but mm-hmm. they fit into my taste pretty well. And then the rest of them are just ones that had like similar but sometimes different elements of what makes me really like a show. Okay, because for me, like. I chose my shows based off how I felt watching the shows. Like, can I go back and watch these shows and still kind of feel the same magic as before? And that's how I chose mine. I feel like some of them are kind of recent, like I said, recency bias. But other ones were just stuff I just remember, like, how I felt watching it. So emotions played a huge part in my, my nine. You sound like a shonen protagonist. But, which, uh, wait, which one? A shonen protagonist? Hmm? Like, all of them? Oh, I thought you was like, never mind. I'm about to say, all of them deal with emotions. I know, I thought so. you were like, have a specific one. No, no. Dang, no. I, was, I was watching them call me Deku. I'm like, eh, I can live with that. Nah. <laughs> yeah, before your birthday present. Hey. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, Mike got me um, a Midoriya figure for my birthday. I appreciate that. Yeah, shouts to clearance. But, uh... <laughs> Alright, then, so to start off with my first one, I think I'll go from the bottom up. Just okay. To, just to save that one for last. <laughs> but, uh, first up, I got Bleach. Um, so to explain why I wanted to put Bleach in there for like describing my taste, it's mainly because I really like the way Bleach tackled just like inner value, like understanding yourself and moving forward. Because like that was the major part about it with the Zanpak toes, because there are like the Zanpak toes are from your soul. So it's very such as like spiritual based and soul based. It takes a level of understanding of yourself and, you know, saying that helps you to move forward. And that's mainly done through Ichigo. Like the more he learns about himself is how he kept he keeps gaining more power and stuff like that. So like when he gets to the end of the story and he like fully understands his background, all his connections and stuff like that, it brings him to a point of just like. uh, Like mastery of self, pretty much. So and then there are other characters that are the same way, like through do some things they understand and learn more about themselves and understand themselves understand themselves better so that helps them to get stronger with their own power since it's based off of your own soul so i like that a lot see for me like i, I still don't know like when or how i fell off from bleach i don't know like what like i remember like growing up i actually did watch a good chunk of bleach um i just don't know when i fell off from it i remember seeing like when um aizen stopped ichigo's sword I remember that, and Still then after that, <laughs> but after that, everything else was kind of a blank. But I would like to like. I remember watching a few episodes of it, and I'm okay. This I remember liking this, but I still think Bleach is probably the weakest of the big three for me. 
It's just kind of like for me. It's just I Ichigo just never had a goal. He was just kind of just there, and I was like, "What are you striving for?" Protect his waifus. I mean, but every shonen protagonist usually does that. Yes. You got to do something else for me. But then his waifus are better. Mm. I mean, who, how many people are better or he may? Do you really want to go there? I mean, you gonna say Sakura? Hinata? Uh, let's say, one, let's say uh, one Piece, um, Boa, Nami, Robin. Better than Robin, maybe. Well, Robin <laughs> and Boa, maybe. I don't know about. I don't know. Not like, Nami. Like looks wise, I'm talking about looks wise. Okay, looks wise. I mean, I still go with Robin. Then again, though, you haven't seen her last outfit. <laughs> her last outfit was really helpful to just be like, like. So, so that that one outfit. You know that, you know that mean. You know that that gif of like Charlemagne like pulling his glasses down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know Wait. Saying? So that one outfit is gonna make me change my mind. Make her number one out of the big three. Out of like, who looks the best? Like, I, are you sure? The one outfit, all it took was one. Possibly. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say yes, because I mean, you, know, <laughs> you can still just be like, nah. But, then, uh, man, but like, I mean, I ain't, I ain't going to shit on um, anyone who enjoys Bleach or even likes Bleach more than One Piece of Naruto. Titties pop. But like, I don't know. Maybe I just need to just give it one more shot and just try to like <laughs> remember everything that happened. I will say like, the like out of the three, I think... Bleach probably had the best character designs. Man, Google not drawing some people, dog. My nigga Ichigo be dripped out. Like, the drip was clean. Like, for no reason. Even the Soul Reaper outfits, literally, is just like... But even, like, like, their casual wear was, like, it was pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, one, like, okay, some of the characters, bro, how are they still alive? They lost a lot of blood. Like, a lot of blood. I don't know. (laughs) That's why I kind of laugh at some people who be like, oh, how did this character survive? I was like, really? That's kind of minor. That's <laughs> what I've seen. Like, literally, Zoraki survives off of just wanting smoke. Like, okay, like, what would you rate Bleach? Like, all the, like, the shows on your list, are you do you consider them 10s? Or how would you, like, rate it? Um, I don't know. For Bleach, I give it 8.5. <laughs> I mean that works. That's pretty good. Uh, I thought you were going to play on the thing I was talking about earlier. Oh, no, like, nah. I mean, I like the fact that you, like, you hate, like, Half numbers now. Nah, I'd, I'd probably give Bleach a nine just for how it connected everything. It was really nice. Okay, I mean, I know you're like super excited for Bleach coming back. Exactly. Um, do you think like how do you think it's gonna hold up today? Do you think it's gonna like be number one? Nah, I think the fans will come back and enjoy it, and anybody who went and enjoyed. I, the thing I think is gonna be good for Bleach coming back now is that it's just gonna be the straight episodes of thousand year blood war so it's not not like 20 episodes filler season another 20 episodes two filler seasons because <laughs> <laughs> i think that was bleach's downfall like bleach just had some really whatever fillers and then <laughs> it was just like by the time you get to the important part you're just kind of burnt out I'm like does this even matter anymore <laughs> like, I just seen Ichigo fight a fucking whale. Does that like octopus thing? Do I have to care about him fighting these monsters now? Like, <laughs> but but the manga thing, like it, it, it's it's straight heat all the way through. So yeah, I mean, I, I say Bleach is like a nine. I, okay. but everything on here, I give to at least an eight up to a nine. Okay, okay. So the next one on your list is you said you're going um down up, right? Yeah. So like Veda Bone. Oh no, I meant like. Well, going down to the side of it. 
You know, people actually can't see this, so it's kind of funny. So, going to the left is Yona the Don. Oh, so you're going that way. Okay. Yeah, so this is a masterpiece. Like, oh, straight 10? Yeah. It's, it's impossible. Okay, it's like, I personally haven't heard anything about it, so can you, like, explain it to me, like, so, what it's about? Pretty much, the girl's on the front, Yona. Um, Yona Ill is her actual name. Um... She is the princess of uh, the, what is the kingdom name? Whatever. So, I mean, she gets scared out the kingdom, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, so pretty much she's the princess of this kingdom that's that used to be very powerful, but is now kind of declining thanks to her father's more pacifistic ways. And so uh, her cousin, who she actually has a crush on, it's, a, it's ancient, ancient royalty stuff. Uh, <laughs> that's how you justify that's, that's that's pretty much what they did back in the day though that's actual history bro like have I have you some... ever been through the actual royal families like okay first of all I had someone get on me cause I said Jamie was my favorite character from Game of Thrones and the first thing they said to me like yo he fucked his sister and it was like this is like a second cousin or something like that but either way but <laughs> so nah, still so, family yeah it's still weird but, uh, <laughs> but yeah so uh, her cousin ends up murdering her father in her face what and then yeah and then ends up banishing well she he tries to kill her too but thankfully her personal bodyguard and childhood friend also best boy uh he ends up saving her and now they're both on the run and eventually they get like left for dead <laughs> well they think people they fall off a cliff so they technically should have died but i mean this nigga built different. <laughs> okay, not gonna lie. This is not how I thought the story was gonna go. I didn't either. But <laughs> that's what makes it so good. So now pretty much Yona has to go through and find these four legendary dragon people that pretty much are gonna help her take back her kingdom. Dragon people? Yes. Like dragon slayers? No, like actual dragon people. Like they look like dragons? They have dragon parts. One guy has a dragon hand, one guy has a dragon foot, one guy is has like dragon eyes that can actually paralyze and kill people. Does one have a dragon penis? No. <laughs> so one of them has like an immortal dragon body. <laughs> I was just joking. <laughs> so, like, so like the more he gets hurt, like the more his body grows and grows stronger with like dragon scales and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so like, but I mean, he doesn't die. Like literally head cut off, body torn to pieces. So how do you beat him? You don't. Ah. So, <laughs> so like she's gathering up these dragons, and but they're also attracted to her because she's supposed to be the reincarnation of like the old dragon god. So she's learning about her country, how bad, how much bad shape it's been in, thanks somewhat thanks to her father, mm -hmm. and then like trying to solve some of the issues of that in her country. So it helps her to get. Better. Wait, okay, if the father caused everything, wouldn't him dying, like, be a good thing? Technically it is, and that's what makes it a bit harder on her to want mm -hmm. to get revenge, because after her cousin takes over the kingdom, the it starts kingdom, to prosper. Yeah, it starts to get better. They start getting their lands back, they start, some of the people start actually doing better in life, and getting food out to them, and stuff like that. But then she's also helping her land, too, because, like, one land, one part of the area of the kingdom that's barren her and her friends are able to go through and find a, a, a vegetable, I think, mm -hmm. that they're able to grow in these terrible lands, and so that helps the people get better. 
Okay. So it's like both sides are doing good, and now it's like they're both now kind of like conjoining and having to work together, even though they still kind of hate. Wait, each other. so what would you do, like in, in that situation? Would you take revenge, or you'd be like, I mean, the country's doing better. It's that's that's the part that makes it so good because it's that question of just like, because she eventually is just like, ah, should I really kill this dude? The bodyguard, who's also who also used to be a very loyal um, soldier to the cousin, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He's he's all smoke. He's like, ah, nah. Well, I see this nigga. He dead. <laughs> and he actually like, does. He does run into him. He turned into a monster. So like, no negotiation. It was like... no, no, like, like, buddy crushed one guy's hand completely, just lariat, like lariat one guy into a wall. <laughs> and, but then again, though, the bodyguard is also insanely powerful. So he, at the age of thirteen, he had the nickname the Thunder Beast. So this this dude just like wants to smoke like all the time, like twenty four seven. Like, nah, he's actually a really good dude. Unless he sees old boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, then it's all smoke. But for the most part, he's a jokey, fun character who's just ready to murder somebody. Like, could you imagine that? Like, one of your friends, like, they all chill, and all of a sudden they see this one person, and it's like a switch. Yeah. Wait, you, wait, you have that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I still have a friend that if he sees one person, like, that person is going to run. Ah. Yeah. Okay, never mind. So, <laughs> so yeah. But so it, it turns into this interesting story where you get lore. Uh, world building, character development, because you know the main character goes from a spoiled brat to this hardened leader. You know what I'm saying? Like in one of the recent chapters in the manga, because the anime only does season one, and they never got a season two for some reason. I don't know why. It's that first season is actually really good, so it's really surprising. Never See, I don't get that about some shows. Like, why do they only get one season? Because like not too many people are watching it. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Like they just didn't cut it for a second season, but um. But yeah, so like you see her go from this spoiled brat to this hardened like leader, not just warrior, because she also does learn how to fight. She even ends up catching a couple bodies. But she's legit, just like now powerful. So like she walks into a, a war council while when she finally makes it back to her castle, well technically the cousin's castle now. But you know she makes it back home, and like the cousin is kind of indisposed for a second. So she takes over this war meeting and these old men are trying to make fun of her. And then she just like completely shuts that down and moves the meeting forward. And you're just like, you niggas got bitched by like an 18 year old girl. Oh man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But, but that's how gangster she is now, bro. So it's like, man, when you look back at the beginning of the story, if this girl was like, no, my hair's not done. Duh, 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 to now just like, huh? Baths, who gives a fuck? I need, I gotta finish my shit. <laughs> like, like, oh, you want me to take a bath? I gotta kill this motherfucker. Like, let's go. It's like, it's just a complete turnaround. Wow. Okay. So like, that's 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 a lot of character development right there. <laughs> the glow up. <laughs> if only we could see it animated. Maybe, maybe one day. You never, you never know. I need to see. I really need to see Buddy go ham animated. Like when he just was like popping everybody off. I mean, for what you're telling me. The show does sound good. It's like something like I probably need to like add to the list of the stuff I need to watch. Yeah, if you watch season one, season one was twenty four episodes. That's back though. That's back though. Like when something got twenty four episodes, it normally never came back, mm. which was weird. Because now it's like if something gets twenty four episodes, it comes back guaranteed. Now, now it's like if if a show gets twelve uh twelve episodes, then it's like fifty fifty if it comes back. Yeah, I don't know why that's a thing now, but because I know like um some people they use the anime to sell. Will promote their manga. So that's the only reason why they even do anime in the first place. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what most shonens do nowadays. So, I don't know, man. It's weird. All right, we'll see. Next one on your list. Another one I just haven't never seen. Oh, uh, yeah. Quintessential Quintuplets. Uh, what? Quintessential Quintuplets. Okay. <laughs> what kind of title what? was that? The word, uh, the, word, the word quintessential is an actual word. That's not even, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, the quintuplets part? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, Mama nickname is wide open. But, uh. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. The mother's actually dead, so I don't know anything about her. But yeah, so. God, Lord. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> so the premise of this story is the main character, the guy, uh, Futuro Uesugi, is this A, this straight A student. But he's broke as shit. So, like, they so actually. Stereotypical student? Yes. Okay. But he's in high school. So his Stereotypical dad, student. Yeah, so his dad is. So his dad apparently has a lot of debt, and he, like, his dad's working a bunch of jobs to get rid of it. But he, like, Uesugi gets approached to tutor this one, what well, he thought at the time, this one girl that was from this really rich family. And that was going to help alleviate his family's debt. So he actually meets the girl while at lunch where he's eating rice, miso soup, and water. But you don't eat water, but whatever. So I'm about to look at you like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so he meets the girl, the one on the bottom with the red hair, Itsuki. She actually sees one of his old test quest, uh, test scores, and she's like, hey, I'm actually not all that good at studying. Would you want to help me? He says something insanely rude, and so she's like, all right, fuck you then. <laughs> so later on, after he finds out she's the one he has to tutor, he now has to figure out a way to kiss up to her to make her forgive him. While trying to catch, like, catch a break and talk to her by herself, he keeps running into these other girls. Then he finds out later that he's not just tutoring Itsuki, he's tutoring all five of these girls who are her sisters and they're quintuplets. And they're all dumb. <laughs> all of them? <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be a headache. That would be such a freaking headache. So the thing about this story is they don't really have side characters like that. Like the side characters are technically like Uesugi's family and like two other students that you deal with like three times um so it's it's really focused on these six and the thing that makes it so well is that the five sisters it really plays on this thing you know how people be like oh if you're twins you're the same person you know what i'm saying yeah like it, it plays on the fact that these five are very different but then they also are still like very similar at the same time so it really goes to make sure that, you know, you understand the differences of the sisters and the different things they go through and stuff like that, different personalities, whatever. And you kind of see them grow and wanting to go and get better at studying. And you see Uesugi grow as a person thanks to the interactions with the girls. Because he's not a bad dude, but he's just, like, kind of a douche. Okay, do any of the girls have a crush on him? All of them do. So this is basically just a harem? Yeah. <laughs> but it's also, it's, it's also a pretty good romance story. So none of the, and one of my things that I always have issues with with harem sometimes is that like sometimes it never makes sense why one girl makes like likes the character. It just like kind of happens. But then with this one, with the fact that they focus so much on all the characters interacting with them, like you get their motivations. Yeah, it all makes sense why they like them, how they start to like them, stuff like that. Okay, so it's not this thing like oh I like you just because you're the main character. Oh like, like oh yeah you were nice to me randomly one time like nah like, he actually goes above and beyond to deal with 
to, to deal with them. And so they all appreciate it, and it turns into an actual interest. But you know that remind me of this now, what you just said? It reminds me of um, Karin from Naruto. Like, when Sasuke just saved her once. And ever since then, it was just, like, years of just loving this dude. Pretty much. <laughs> so I'm, okay, I'm glad it's not that. Fetish no jutsu. We're going to get to I'm sorry. That is, like, I, yeah. it just popped in my brain. So, while I like, the the main things I really like about this story that makes it, that kind of goes into what I like to see in the story is, A, all the characters get development in a type of way. All the characters have value in the story. There's not a there's not really a character that gets left behind, and it's because it's such a small night like small knit cast that it's like okay we can focus on all the girls, and I have to worry about it focusing in on like also this side character because that's normally the problem with the with the harem anime like they they have the couple girls that like the main character but then they have these side characters they also try to make you care about. And it's like, all right, so we got to put in room for the side characters that have a part of the story. We don't care about the side characters. We just want to know who fucked the dude at the end. Okay, <laughs> so like for for the show, like did did your girl like end up with the dude? No. Oh, so you lost? Uh, I always do. You always lose? I mean, <laughs> I don't know why. That it just always happens. <laughs> the one I end up supporting, I just end up losing. Like boarding school, Juliet is another one. It's actually the only one I would put up with quintessential contemporaries as a recent favorite rom com. And that one, they introduced this girl that I was just like, yo, Shawty is bad. I love <laughs> this girl. But then I'm sitting there like, technically, well, technically, she wasn't in the competition. But I was still kind of like, if you could win, I would support you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I feel like, like in harems, I feel like there's always like that one chick. That, like, you, you just had that sneaky suspicion. Like, they're going to be the ones that when we chose them. I always felt that. Well, the one that I, I could see the most ended up winning but it's like it, 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 at the at the end of the story, it pretty much boils down to really three of the girls. Okay, and you like you was hoping for like a swerve. Well, technically the one I chose, the one I favor the most, she's out of it by like the second to last arc. So she's but she was already out of the competition for like two arcs. Dang, you need to make it to the fourth quarter. Nah, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make it to the twelfth round. God, that damn. knockout was in like round six. Well, I said, well, another interesting story that I probably just need to add to the list. Uh, this next one that you got. Okay, for, I think this is like stuff that Curtis has not seen. But to be fair, this one is because people keep telling me that the adaptation is just shit. No, nah, this one doesn't have. Oh, yeah, for, for Berserk. So, Berserk really only has one bad adaptation, which is the thing I'm using for the cover, which is the 2016 anime. So that's the bad one. Yeah, that's the only bad one. Okay. So you have... Berserk has three different adaptations. So it has an anime from the 90s, I think 97. Mm -hmm. um, that's technically the best adaptation because it stays like almost completely concurrent with the manga. But it's also from 1997. <laughs> okay. uh, 2016 came out. That... Let's not talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who decided. All right, well, fine. Like that. Let's talk about this thing. Okay, guts. Okay, uh, probably has the one of the most tragic backstories. <laughs> I probably. I mean, like, you think there's any anyone else that beats guts? Their back, their like terrible backstory. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> Even buddy from redo of healer doesn't scratch his backstory. <laughs> I. Just... He really doesn't. He does not. I mean, I, I don't know, bro. He does not. Are you sure about this? Yes. Bro, okay, first of all, like... Did the dude from Redo of Hitler get born from his mother's hanging body? 
Did Guts get raped for like yes. six months straight? Yes. Did he become a drug addict? Yes. Does he feel the same pain and, as the person that... And do you also know why? Because his adoptive father let it happen. Okay, does he feel every bit of the pain of any person he heals? You know the pain he goes through, though? <laughs> Bruh, did he feel the pain of someone he getting... He fights they... gigantic monsters. Bruh, did he feel the pain of someone getting their sausages cut off? Because that probably happened off screen. So, did he did Guts feel that? No. I'm pretty sure he felt something worse. Oh. <laughs> you, like, bro, the, the battles Guts goes through and, and lives through from these just monsters, not even, not even like, you can't even kid about the word monsters. This man literally had to ride a monster through a legit thundercloud, get almost completely burnt alive, and still somehow, like, survived. <sighs> man. He really went through so much pain, he now has a permanent gray streak in his hair. Oh, that, that is true. The armor he wears literally breaks his body while wearing it, while already being in pain. Like, can you explain that to me? Like, why does it do that? Um, it's supposed to keep his bones in place so he can keep fighting. Oh, okay. So it's actually supposed to be useful, but it's practically killing him at the same time. So he's fucked either way. The only thing that helps is that it numbs his pain senses, so he can't feel it. But after using it for the first time, he came out with a permanent like, gray does, streak in his hair. Does Guts ever smile? Yes. Oh, he does. He actually is a pretty, in the manga, he's actually a pretty funny character. I mean, I forget when you go well, through all on, that. Let me take that back. In his backstory, he's actually a pretty funny character. Okay. Because I was about to say, like, I've now, I, not so much. I've never seen him smile. No, nah, he smiles. Okay. It's just, you know, when he, you know he's actually happy when he smiles. Okay, because I feel like going through all that, like, how do you even, like, I didn't even create a smile I don't at, that, even know at that point. You, a, I don't know how he survived. B, I don't know why he's still living. Pfft, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, uh, I, they ain't really got guns. Well, actually, no. His hand is a cannon. Yeah, I would have used that cannon a while back. I mean, like, I made a joke, like, how these Bleach characters survive shit. Like, there's a few things I've seen from and At least they have shown in plot armor. This is saying it. This is supposed to be, like, more real life. So however the hell he survives. Yeah, but some, a few things I've seen, I'm like, you should be dead. Ten times over? <laughs> yeah. So, guess, guess it's a real one. But the, the, the actual reason why I like Berserk so much is because, not because of all the violence and gore and stuff. I mean, that's all cool. Um, that's all cool? Yeah. So, <laughs> that actually does sound like a worrying like, thing to worry about. But, but nah, so, the thing I actually like about with Berserk is the fact that, like, the characters are very detailed in their background. Like, like two characters that were, that are, like, inseparable. While one is insane and the other one seems to be like all right in the mind, it makes sense why the girl is insane, and then it also makes sense why her her bodyguard servant sticks with her even though she is so crazy, and it tackles a lot of things in real life. Like it does this really good job of tackling like the hypocrisy of religion, because like these religious people back in the day, and this is actual facts were torque like they just tortured people like some you ever seen some of the torture machines and stuff like that that have been invented yes yeah it's also used by churches most times so like it does a real good job of tackling like some of the hypocrisy in life like what's like the worst torture machine you've seen uh i don't know uh, it's between the iron maiden and well, i don't know because the iron maiden you really ain't going to survive that so it's not really torture uh for me the worst one i've seen is like it's like um a triangle thing. Oh, I know you're talking about that. And like they just... like sit on it and have like weights on their feet. So the thing like is like slowly slicing them up from like the growing yeah. up. Yeah. It's either that or getting your feet licked by goats. Yeah. Oh no, you know what the worst one is? The whole like 
wrap and then put it in a bucket, put it on your stomach. Yeah, and I'd hate to have that too. Oh man, bro! Like, but yeah. So like, the fact that it handles this hypocrisy of life, but it also helps you understand the value of life so much because, like, guts is a guts is a dude. He's not like, like yeah, sure. He's, he's like a dude. six eight and like, like three hundred pounds of muscle, but he's still just a guy at the end of the day. Okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, he's not a dude. You're a dude. This. This is a man. First of all, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I actually kind of missed those commercials. But nah. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, nah, that, that came from um, one of the Avengers movies. Oh, that, yeah. All right, 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 right. Was it uh, Infinity War? Nah, was it? It was Infinity War. Where, uh, Thor. When they're, yeah, when the Guardians like, of the Galaxy picked yeah, up Yeah, it was Drax. And Drax was <laughs> like, talking. you're a dude. This, this is a man. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. But nah. Um, but yeah, but I'm saying that, like, Guts is a regular person. He's no... There's no special powers. Everybody everybody in his group eventually gets like these magical items and then he's just stuck with the berserker armor. And it's like but then all that really does is let him keep fighting. It doesn't increase his physical strength or anything like that. It's him. I mean, does he need any extra shit? I mean, berserker armor I mean, for what he gets how he gets messed up, yeah, he does kind of need some help. But actually the berserker armor does have a bit of physical um, enhancements too. But like it's just a guy really trying his best. A to just live his life he then gains a want to give meaning to his life because you know what i'm saying that like his backstory helps you to understand just like why he lived day by day just mm-hmm. like eh, if i make it to tomorrow that's good enough to turning into okay you know what i actually kind of want a point to my life then on the journey to get that ends up losing it all and now the point of his life is the person is to kill the person who who originally gave him that mission of wanting to make value to his life. Wow, that actually right? got, got, got really deep. Exactly. <laughs> like Berserk is deep as hell. So like it's, it's and then you going on this journey to see him now on this rampage. Then he like through the people he interacts with, he slowly starts getting his humanity back. And now you're kind of stuck at this crossroads of like one of my big missions is done. Do I? But do I really still care to go out and get this revenge? <laughs> so it is this like really intricate story that I kind of wish would just end. But then again, though, I don't want another Attack on Titan. <laughs> what? What you mean? Eh, you know, people hate the ending. Okay. I personally don't. I I don't either. But like, it's not the best ending. I mean, it's not the worst. Yeah, that's a good point. Like only thing for me, just a little side note. I just wanted it didn't Attack on Titan had to be like the grand ending. I just wanted just. I just wanted this parallel park, just all nice. <laughs> That's all I wanted to be. That's just, yeah, they they it, they tap both cars. <laughs> it, it didn't even do anything super spectacular. So the end, and he plus he warned us that he was gonna piss us off anyways. Yeah, he, he did warn us. He, he, yeah, it was kind of forced, but yeah. So <laughs> yeah, like with Berserk, it's this thing of like it, it just makes you think when you meet these characters, and it actually makes you think about their situations and just be like, you know what, that makes sense. Okay, well, another thing to add to the list, the old one, not the new one. No, nah, I just read the manga. Oh, okay. If like, you want to, I have the manga. I've been collecting. Okay, because like, literally, like, people just keep telling me like the adaptations, all of them, are just bad. That's a lie. Okay. 2016 is bad. Okay. The movies leave out a very important, like, they leave out very important parts, but they're not bad. Don't watch the third one at night. <laughs> what? No, don't watch the third one at night. Is, is it that bad? Yes. Like, you do not want to watch the eclipse at night. You do not want to watch or read the eclipse at night. 
don't say that, man, because people, you, you already know, people already told me, like, one thing, and then my curiosity got the best of me, don't and then, <laughs> okay, okay, you know what, I said I was going to do that review of Healer, keep that door closed, maybe just now you one time, your lesson. yeah, maybe just the one time I should just keep certain doors just closed just now, watch it. and it's not even a thing where I'm telling you not to watch it, just watch it during the day, it's it'll make day. you feel better, barely. Okay, you know, moving on, moving on, because like, I, I, okay, oh, 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 yeah, definitely, this one, I definitely want to talk to you about. Hey man, this, I'm ready to talk about this right, one. Calm down. So, <laughs> next up on my list is Bushiko Tensai, or better yet known as Jobless Reincarnation. Actually, I take that back. Most people say Bushiko Tensai. Really? I prefer Jobless Reincarnation. Same. Because, bitch, I'm American. But, okay. So, the thing with Job is Reincarnation, and I've, I've actually, I didn't realize this, but I've actually watched a good chunk of Isekais. Not all of them, because most of them are garbage nowadays, but Job is Reincarnation is the Isekai that tells the true story. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, when you have these, when you have these Isekai protagonists that were loners stayed in the house neats and stuff like that didn't have a job didn't go outside they just played they just stayed in watched anime played video games yet somehow they're skinny some of them are good looking and decent people that's not how these people normally are like, i mean like not for me was the closest to a true easy guy protagonist because like he was just the guy who was just lazy <laughs> i mean like i feel like i'm all of that and i'm pretty pretty fit yeah but you know how to talk to women this is true and you don't stay in house all day this is true these are people who are supposed to stay in the house all day do nothing but play video games and eat junk food that's the stereotypical i guess and, anime watching yeah and yet subaru was in good shape not a bad looking guy nice dude he was just kind of quirky yeah but you know what i'm saying that's not how it's supposed to be this guy is is what is this is the, the the real half of the story? You <laughs> know, like, like nah, this ain't indentured servants. This is like, you, know, you know what I'm saying? So uh, this is what they don't want you to see. Yeah. So. <laughs> so this is the guy who was a piece of shit, staying in his house, had a bad life. Sure, but was he like, a, was he a piece of shit? I mean, he was watching child porn, and, and he, he he dodged out his own parents' funeral. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I, I, legit, I legit forgot about that. Yeah, I, I remember when I saw that, I was like, is that his parents? Is he supposed to be there? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, what is he doing? He's beating off the child. What? <laughs> but you, but the thing about Jobs Reincarnation is that it's tapping into why that's such a problem, I feel. So when you have this main character, and you still don't know his Japanese name. So we just know him as Rudius. So we're literally restarting this life with him. So seeing him now in this new life, trying to actually make it a better life for himself. He still has some of his old tendencies because it is his mind. It is the mind of a 40-year-old dude. I think he's 40. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's still his mind. I think that's what makes it hard for some people to deal with some of the more yeah, despicable things he does. More controversial things. That's pretty despicable. <laughs> People always trying to take Eric's pants off. Like, that's just despicable. <laughs> it's like, he has this mindset, but you but you come to understand, and I think you'll see this, because you're on episode, what, seven? Uh, seven, eight. Yeah, so in like the next two episodes, you'll kind of understand what I'm saying. Okay. So, he has this mindset 
of trying, like, you know, he still thinks the same way, but he's also trying to actually live a new life. So when he learns that he can do magic and he's pretty good at it, he takes it seriously. His sword training, he's not that good at it, but he takes it seriously. You know what I'm saying? Reading, writing, learning things. He's trying to make this new life better, you know? And so I feel like while doing that, they're also showing the parts where his old life was just wrong. And not just the fact of how he was treated, just the fact of how he came out and how he was acting was just wrong. And I like that fact that they're tackling that. You know what I'm saying? So when you see him, when you see Roxy trying to get him to go with her to the field to do that last magic training thing, and then he's just deaf afraid to leave the house. You know what I'm saying? He's just like, nah, I had graduation. I, graduation, I'm strapped to the fucking fence of the school but <laughs> like, and you sitting there like you're like cause the, and it's funny because they hit you with that stuff after you start hating him it's just like oh well you really just left in the front of the school but nigga why <laughs> it was like wow were you getting picked at by people why so it's like these whole things are just like wow you really had a, had a rocky life like a rocky life but you still do it fucked up but I understand and so like I like the fact that it's tackling this plus you also love the side characters Sylphie adorable little girl that somehow you didn't know it was a little girl. Bro, that's... Okay, that was the dumbest thing. That I mean, was dumb. That, that was, was so that was dumb. dumb. It was so obvious. Hey, man. It was a she. Hey, man. All lives matter. So, <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't just find out. But you know what I'm saying? Roxy, you end up loving her as a character. She's really fun. Who? Roxy. Who? Really? Who? Really? Who? Her? What? <laughs> what? Her? Roxy? Oh Ooh. wait, no wait! Oh, I'm thinking about another character. I'm thinking about another redhead. I'm, I'm sorry. still going to bring her up, but um, like, uh, I'm, eventually you will. Right now you're not. She did. I mean, honestly, Eric with Eris, I did end up liking her because she ended up rocking Rudy and shit. He did kind of deserve that by that. Okay, he did deserve it, but bro, even <laughs> at the beginning, he was still rocking this man's shit <laughs> I'm just for no saying. reason. I'm just saying, not really no reason. At that point, he had stole somebody's panties. Was. Lecture, nah, like, when they first met, she just socked this man. I mean, she slapped. She shouldn't have slapped him, but he shouldn't have slapped it back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to prove a point. He, should... he shouldn't have slapped it back. Okay, Did you see the softness? Like it's not like he should. Like maybe if it was the tiger, she slapped. <laughs> <laughs> he would, she wouldn't have did that. But nah. So okay, but Roxy, like she, she's cool. I mean, I'm, I like redhead. She's cool. Uh, Roxy's blue hair. Huh? The wait, who's okay? Wait, I'm still learning characters' names. So Ilya is the maid. Ilya's the maid. Roxy's the blue hair chick. Xena ain't shit. Really? <laughs> I know her at least. <laughs> I know her. <laughs> and Paul did nothing wrong. <laughs> okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, Paul also, fucked up. Also, Delane. Paul fucked up. Paul fucked Delane. He fucked up. <laughs> he fucked Delane. Nah, man, this man freaking. Okay, okay. Can we not give him points though for fucking the three baddest bitches in the show? He has a ring on his finger. <laughs> One of them, he, he did it before the ring. Okay. Um, he Possibly was, before they were. Okay, you know, let's, 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 let me get into it real quick. Like, if you if you want to watch the show, just please just stop watching right now. Yeah, spoiler alert. This, but it is funny, so I actually like, probably still listen because it's funny. <laughs> it's, not okay, a, it's not a story. No, okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, this man's married. Zenith is bad as fuck. He, he could have stick with her. 
This man now and he got Zena pregnant, which I was happy. I was like, okay, the family's expanding. I'm happy. Rudy's is getting like a little sister or brother. Cool. He got the maid pregnant too. At the same time. Nah, it was like a couple weeks after. Bro, those the, the babies are gonna be the same age. Right. <laughs> and you telling me Paul didn't do nothing wrong? Paul fucked up. Here's the thing. It's one thing to cheat. Why you gonna knock both of them up? Here's the thing. <laughs> so, technically, Ilya's at fault. Well, technically, Xena's at fault. Excuse so, me? <laughs> so, I didn't go through four episodes to hear Xena get clapped up, and then also everybody else in the damn house hearing Xena get clapped up. It's her house! <laughs> so? So she can't get her cheese clapped whenever she wants. Nah, and then, but, then, but then you're going to get your cheese clapped. Having another woman, grown woman, by the way, in your house, hearing you get your shit knocked out. Knocked out clean. Paul put it Paul put it Paul Okay, put first of all, I'll give Paul this, this much credit. The absolute... Chad, like this man, I'll give him that. Get that shit clean out. <laughs> oh, bro, but like, but then, then, next thing you know, you know, you know, you getting your, you know how loud you are. You're gonna sit there and have a whole grown ass woman in your house doing that stuff. You know, she don't leave the house because she got to take care of the entire house and the family and you. And then you're gonna sit there and just like not make sure somebody else is cleaning her shit out. You just gonna let her build up a mess, and then nobody gonna clean it up, and then the only janitor that really knows how to use the mop is around. Bro, she couldn't just like do it herself. It, I mean, it's been exactly. Is <laughs> the finger really the strong? You know what I'm saying? Okay, no, but at the same time, I'm just saying it'll get the job done. But it's not, it'll get the apparently job not, done. <laughs> bruh. Like, first of all, somebody Paul, else gotta get hired. Paul was thinking with his dick, and his dick was dumb. And Ilya was thinking with her titties, and the titties won. That it did. Would you, would you resist the dumb titties? If I was married, yes. At least nah, I would try to. I would try to. I would, I would put it, I would put in the effort. This man put in no effort. Yeah, he there really was did. no <laughs> conflict. He just saw it and just walked in. Like, he really did. There was no, like, should I do it? Should I not? Nah, he was like, Bro, I've been waiting for this for a long time. He probably was waiting on it. <laughs> I mean, no, could you blame him though? Yes. <laughs> Bro, Zenith is bad as fuck. That's how I remember her name at yeah, least. So was Julia. I mean, okay, okay, first of all, I like redheads. But at the same time, bro, it was Rudius. That whole situation would have got yeah, so... Let's just say it's equal responsibility. Bro, if it wasn't for Rudius, that whole situation would have got even worse. Nah. It would have took longer to get better. But I think... But if he didn't, like, worse. blame... Rudy, if Rudy didn't blame Paul... <laughs> but Ilya accepted her... Ilya accepted her part, too. <laughs> she was legit. She said it herself. Literally, I have to listen to this shit every night for years. She held out for years. Bruh, couldn't she be like, Paul, just don't let it loosen me. <laughs> That's all she I'm had to sure say. I wasn't supposed to happen, but hey, man, you probably just got done cleaning Zenith out. He's probably tired, and you know what I'm saying? Just tell I guess I guess she has that walk. Hey, and man. that pull-up game week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that lady finally broke. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure. But yeah, so with the cast, it's, it's a fun cast. Also, I love the gray yachts because... I mean, Philip's cool. Gramps is actually my favorite character. That nigga funny. <laughs> uh, I love I love Ares. You're gonna eventually like the mom, kind of. And then there's another character right, that gets the, the other redheaded chick. How do you like her, bro? Ares? I, I mean, I didn't like her at episode Cause, seven because I'm watching in an English dub, and she has the same voice actor as Gabby. I didn't watch. <laughs> I didn't watch the Attack on Titan. Well, hey, I haven't watched the season four. 
But at the same time, I also haven't watched the dubs. I didn't know that. Oh, well, like, and also, just... I didn't watch uh, Jobless Reincarnation in dub either because the sub has Gentoki's voice actor, <laughs> and I was not going to not. But I guess to for Gintoki's me, it's like, actor. bro, like you're just like a little shit, like Gabby. <laughs> you're just, you're just. But Gabby like took a break from Attack on Titan and got a job here. She grows, and that's what I like. When am I? Am I getting close to it? It starts in episode eight. Moves on in the. Moves on to the rest of the season. Okay, bro. Because I, 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 bro. Why is she just super, like, bitchy for no reason? And she's a spoiled brat. And you see that family. You really think she's going to be regular in that family? It's Paul's family. I, I mean, true, but, like, Paul came out decent. Paul separately. knocked his own son out with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> just to get him to go on a trip. <laughs> I mean, Paul's okay to stop his son from outsmarting. And him. besides his hoish ways, Paul's a really chill dude. So he I is mean, a chill dude. He's a hoe, and he's actually a good father. He's a good father. I mean, bro, like he lets his son talk. His son, but that's the like, mind of a forty-year-old. though. Okay, that is true. I was saying, like, bro, he talks his way out of everything. <laughs> like, technically, Rudy's mind is old. Paul had to whoop his ass just so he can talk his way out of the situation. <laughs> hey, Rudy actually did put up. Well, he didn't put up a fight, but he was dodging for a while. I was like, you called that like a back and forth fight? No, no, no. He was, he, he was, he was, he was playing some hide and seek pool. Okay, I was about to say, bro, that, that was John Cena versus Brock Lesnar. Bro. Just imagine if Ghislaine had to take him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so Jobs of Reincarnation, I like how they're tackling this, this, the, the, the real life of a neat. <laughs> and, which is funny because it's like neat, but they're also the dirtiest people. Okay, for this next one, you said it doesn't have an actual anime adaptation, but you wanted to, to add it because like it's still one of your favorite stories. Man, so this is this is technically recency bias, but I don't need recency bias. Vagabond is just amazing. So Vagabond is telling the story of Musashi Miyamoto, one of the f- most famous samurai to come out of Japan, an actual real person. But um, so it starts off with the character being named uh, Takizo. I can't remember his last name. So Takizo went off to fight in the big civil war that Japan that a lot of people use in Japan the warring states era so pretty much this is back in the warring states era it's like okay. 1400 or so um he survives the war and then him and his buddy bitch nigga um what? he's a bitch nigga who? his friend why? I'll explain okay thank you so <laughs> him and his buddy bitch nigga they... Can you say his actual name? Actually, I don't remember. I, I literally call him. Okay, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, rewind, 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 rewind. So, is there a character you don't know the name? Your first instinct no, to say no, no, bitch I nigga? Remember, I mean, I, I call him that so much you, I forgot. You, I was like, you did that in the Avatar episode. Like, I feel like that's what But eventually, his name came back. Well, you, you remembered it, but I didn't. Oh, yeah, it was the yeah, F Long Fang. <laughs> it's funny because it's like a porn name. But nah, <laughs> this, dude was just, this dude just had like a weird Japanese name. So, like, bitch nigga. They both survived the war, and now they're trying to go and do a journey to be the strongest samurai. So, Taigizo is already, like, kind of a... He's not really a violent person. He's actually a chill dude. But he's, he's like, all smoke. Like, he's like, oh, are you strong? All right, cool. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Just to prove myself. So... So, kind of like Anosuke from Demon Slayer? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. But he does it to people instead of demons. Ah. So, um, but through his journey... You know what I'm saying? He, he takes the time out to reflect on his childhood and what really made him like this because his father is also a notorious samurai who was labeled as the strongest. But then, you know, eventually, as, like, Takizo's thinking about it, and after he becomes Musashi, 
you know what I'm saying, he actually starts thinking about what does it really mean to be the strongest? Because he starts meeting other stronger people and they're so much more skilled than him. And so they gives him a second to reflect. And then he meets this old legend, this old legend samurai. And he asks him like, hey, what does it mean to be the strongest? And then the old samurai is just like, that's just a word. <laughs> and then it but it but it's but the the way Vagabond is done with the art and the panels and just the way they do the dialogue, you're you're really just you're really just watching like enlightenment happen. And you're watching the process of it, but it's done in a way that's just pretty much poetic. So like when the old dude says, like, what's it mean to be the strongest? He's like like strongest is just a word. Like he says it, but then it's like the 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 illustration is also of like him, and then the next thing it's just the moon. He's just like we just we're just people. Nobody's going to be the strongest. It's just you're strong, and then eventually someone stronger shows up. And it really just it really takes the point out of wanting to be the strongest. But then he still wants to do it because he's like, but that's my goal. But then, well, what's the point of having a goal if it doesn't doesn't matter? Because it still gives him fulfillment. It's like, yes, you don't need to be the strongest. You just need to be the best. I mean, couldn't he just find another goal? Like, mm-hmm. something different? I mean, it's 1400s. What the fuck is there to do? I mean, you could be, like, the f- fastest, maybe? You could be, like... Yeah, yeah, you you could pull the most bitches. In 1400s, you just want to body, niggas. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, what is there to do? Um, play Beyblades? <laughs> Is that that you know that was a thing back then? Oh really? Yeah, Beyblades are old. <laughs> well, technically it's called spinning tops, but I mean, I guess it had to come from somewhere. So yeah, it, it actually does come from an old Japanese game. Okay. So, but yeah, so uh, so like you go on this journey, you meet these other people, you you meet them, you see their ideologies, you see how they grow and how they look at their own selves as being very talented, and then Tagazo kind of helps to stir up their their motivation to even get stronger so it just turns into this continuous life growth like life growing journey because Takis was also becoming a better person and instead of this savage beast he's just becoming this skilled swordsman mm, okay. so it's, it's like a, a great life journey to make it to the end and that's what I like about it okay like is it one of those stories where like the journey is more fulfilling than the ending or just like I don't know I don't think actually I don't think I don't think the creator ever finished it oh he never did so the creator um uh, Takeo I think Takeo Takeo no way um A he's listed as one of the best artists ever um I fully support that this man drew a forest I really felt like I was in the forest <laughs> nah for real he drew rain and I was like this feels like it's rain it really felt like it was raining his shit is so realistic that I'm just kind of sitting here like Am I here? <laughs> <laughs> like, am I wet right now? Like, for real. Like, he was literally in the forest. I, I moved, and I thought I heard leaves crinkling. Like, this, this shit is so detailed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he actually is famous for writing three, like, 10 out of 10 stories. So, you got Slam Dunk, which is, some people list as one of the best sports, anime, manga. Um, which is funny. How did I get an adaptation with this stuff? Uh, Do you consider this a 10 too? Yes. Okay. I'm not even halfway through. I don't really think I'm a quarter to it. Um, And Real, which is supposed to be like another sports story, but handled through like uh, like handicap sports. I think the first thing, the main character like gets handicapped and does like handicap basketball, like the wheelchair basketball thing. Okay. So yeah, 
just the way he talks about life is just genuine and then it never feels like bullshit you know what i'm saying but uh oh the reason why i call takizo's best friend bitch nigga so while takizo was like him and his friend gets taken in by this woman whose husband was like a gangster or like a yakuza mm-hmm. and so after he died uh, after he got killed she tried to steal weapons off battlefields from the war and be able to sell them to make money and get away from all this stuff. They get taken in by her, and the lady tries to go after Takizo, but he doesn't really care about her because he's like, hag, get off me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Which is funny because Takizo is like this like really tall guy. He's like this really big, burly guy, but he's only 17. And then like the lady's daughter, who looked like this like little girl was like 15 <laughs> and then like, they have a funny moment where they kind of like play on that so yeah so while the the gangsters come back to attack her for stealing weapons and stuff like that like Tigers was fighting them to protect them and then like the best friend tries to join the fight but instead of going in to go help his friend instead he just bangs the lady what yes he does what? He bangs the lady. He bangs the lady. Yes. During the fighting. Yes. Why? While outside, while his friends inside the house fighting, like six people. How do you bang the lady while everyone's fighting? I don't know. <laughs> what? And then leaves with the fiance. So they like he just pulls to the side and it's like poor like what? Yeah. He's outside the house. He's too scared to go in because there's a lot of people in there. So he's like, oh no, Tigers was outnumbered. Wait, he's outnumbered. Mm, I might die too. And then the lady pulls up, like, what's going on? And he's just like, mm, horny. And she's cool with that? Yes. What? And then they leave. Shouldn't you be just as mad at her than him? I am. Okay. Because they both ain't shit. You can give her a name. <laughs> Bitch. I don't know her name. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, well, I thought her name was taken. I don't know. Oh, right. <laughs> Bitchier. Bitchier. <laughs> so, but yeah, so like that's why I call him bitch nigga because he literally left his homeboy. Got some no, he got some ass while his homeboy's inside. Fighting for him too, by the way. Bro, that's, that's like you getting jumped. I'm over just like this fucking like Exactly. <laughs> and then like you just leave. <laughs> oh no. Like, and are, somebody tried to tell me, it's like, well, you know, he feel guilty about it. I was like, duh. Are, are they still friends? No. Okay. Yeah, they haven't seen each other in years. Are they going to see each other? Uh, eventually. How do you think that's going to play out? Uh, hopefully, bitch nigga dies. Wait, does he know that he left him? Yes, he knows he's still alive. No, I mean, like, does he know, like, that what he, he left did? right there? No, uh, not fully, but he knows that, like, he left. So he doesn't know, like, the reason why he did what he did and stuff like that? He no, doesn't he, know, he just know knows what he, all he did? He just knows he's alive and that he left. Okay. So he's happy enough that he's alive, but another bad thing that happens is that, like, because of the Tigers' reputation, mm-hmm. like, one of the people that he ends up fighting and killing was, like, a well-known guy. So now he becomes a criminal. And so, like, his old village is trying to get him, and everybody's like, oh, he also... One lady who hates him anyway is, oh, uh, bitch nigga's grandma. He killed my grandson. Da-da-da-da-da. He's like, no, nah, your son's just a bitch. <laughs> just like you, lady. <laughs> oh, wow. Runs in the family. That lady is terrible. Ah, man, but, like, okay, another another interesting story. Like, so you, and you said that was, like, a 10 as well? Yeah, man, this is a 10. Yeah, Pagabon, just okay. the way they talk about life. And, okay, so, so far you got, like, two 10s so far. Pretty good. Now let's talk about a third one. 
with my shit. Gintama. Oh, God. I'm sorry, bro. Gintama is like... Actually, isn't this like just... Okay, I keep thinking it's just one big parody show. It is. But on the flip side of the parody show, it's also one of the most tragic and gangster stories I ever read. So, with Gintama, the, th- the crazy thing about it is, I still wonder if Sirachi ever meant to write an actual story. <laughs> <laughs> I really think he just wanted to make fun of these story, of these shonen stories, and it just became a story, like in, in itself. Like, yeah, it was just like, can you actually write a story? Oh, let's see if I can. And then he just ended up writing a masterpiece. <laughs> so the thing with Gintama that I feel is so great about it is the fact that like it, it details life, but it details life through a person that has no value in his own. So. And, and the funny thing is, the more you go into the story and the serious parts of the story, the more you understand just how much the main character, Gintoki, doesn't love himself. Like, he doesn't value himself at all. Although he does have some of the best speeches and lines. Like, you thought Naruto gave a speech. Fuck out of here. This nigga, Gintoki, he just be spitting facts. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, for real, like, one of the characters ends up getting hurt. The character who actually takes him in mm-hmm. ends up getting hurt. And so, like, he's about to go on this suicide mission to take care of it by himself. And his friends are like, yo, involve us. We're a part of your life. Do you not understand that? Like, what like, what does it matter of you trying to go to avenge her if you die? Like, come on. You're going to make our life sad. We want to be happy with you. And he was just like, life doesn't have to be happy. It just You just need to be alive. And I'm sitting here like, damn. But I was also <laughs> thinking about it, and I was like, Wait, no, you need to be happy. <laughs> so it made you think twice, like, because <laughs> it, but it's delivered so smoothly. He's just like, like, like I don't need you to be happy. I just need you to be alive. And it's like, you should want them to be happy too. <laughs> I mean, if you had to choose between the two, I mean, but it just it just gives you a quick moment of insight into how he thinks. It's like, it's like, eh, life doesn't really need to be fun. You just need to be here. And he says it. I don't want to go through losing people again. And it's like, oh, so you just, so you just lose, you lost people in the past. Because at this point, we don't know his backstory. We keep getting like little sprinkles of his backstory throughout. Mm-hmm. So we know by this point, like well, well, the point that I'm talking about, we know at that point he was a famous samurai with the nickname uh, White Yasha, White Demon, on the battlefield. Um, we know his his he used to be a general. And his friends were also a part of his uh, army. Not under him, but they were also generals in the army fighting against the, the oppressors that came to Earth. Okay. So you know this stuff about him, but you don't know exactly what happened. And so when you really learn what Gintoki had to do to ensure the safety of his friends, what he had to give up and sacrifice, you're like, ah, how did you make it through that? Like, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> Cause not like not to spoil the things, but he he does have to like pretty much kill a very important person to him, and by his own hands. But he gets captured, and the people are like, "Hey, uh, choose. Practically your father, or your homies. <laughs> Only one of them can survive, oh, and man. you have to kill one of them." And it's like ah, shit. <laughs> so you you learn that, and you also understand the other characters. Also, the cast is amazing because all the cast have. Just well, not all of them, but practically all of them had these amazing backstories that really help you to understand why they are the way they are, and and I guess that's one of the things with my taste. Like if you can really treat your cast well, like I'm going to love you in general. So 
with this, the way they do the cast, the way they have all the cast intertwined with Gintoki, but it's mainly the way Gintoki goes through and helps all these people. He helps to give them purpose and meaning and value themselves. But then, as you know, you turn the flip, like when you turn the story around and focus it on him, it's like they help him find the value in himself. But do you think like a lot of like the jokes and the parodies? You think that takes away from like the serious moments of? The no, because even then, on some on a lot of those, you also learn things too. Like like one of the funny things that happens is Gintoki ends up finding this baby. Now this baby ends up getting abandoned by his house, and the baby looks exactly like Gintoki. <laughs> so okay. everybody's just like, "Oh, you just knocking bitches up now." <laughs> <laughs> and so, but he keeps talking to the baby, and he keeps talking about life to the baby. So it's like, you know, life's going to be hard. But if you just make it to tomorrow, that's good enough. You, 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 if you made it through the day, that means you survived through the day. And you understand he thinks that way because he saw countless comrades die. So, like, even the funny parts, and while everybody's joking about the fact that this baby looks exactly like him, he's talking to the baby and being serious. So the funny parts have serious moments to them that helps you to learn a lesson. Now, there are some parts that are just funny. <laughs> So so those like, parts, they literally parry everything. I didn't even parry. Didn't they parry Star Wars? Ones? Yes. Okay. And even that turned into a serious thing. That also turned into one of the most gangster things I've seen. This nigga literally just pulled up on niggas in the bath. And just stabbed, <laughs> like, literally just stabbed the nigga while he was in the bath. What the, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, yeah. Gintoki's a savage. How'd you go from Star Wars to stabbing niggas in the bath? Gintoki's <laughs> a savage. He doesn't care. I think the one thing you showed me that I, I really enjoyed, it was like, he was fighting some dude. I think it was in a cemetery in the rain. I think. <sighs> Unless that happens a lot, he, bruh, when he hit that nigga with the sword, I was like, I, I think that's why. Yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I'm saying. That's that's actually the part I'm talking about where the the, care, the person who took him in is the one that gets hurt, and it's like well, even that story is so like emotionally impactful. But the person who hurt her actually loves her, and he's just trying to get he just trying to get her out the way. Like, hey, hey, hey I got this, I got this thing to take care of myself. You just you just go to the hospital. <laughs> Be, be a hag in the hospital. Be, be a hag in the hospital. <laughs> be a hag in the hospital. Exactly. So it turns like, everything is so well done in the serious parts and some of the funny parts that you have fun, but then at the, also on the flip side, you also go through a lot of pain. Oh, man. Like, is it funny? Like, in Tokyo, he has, um, what's uh, Gintama actually has like a pretty decent live action. It, it makes sense because with Gintama, it's really no, like, they do do the whole powers and stuff, but the live action just focused on, like, one of the funny scenes and also a serious scene. So, it was just, like, it's just people, you know? So, it's no beams they gotta shoot, it's no Sanpak toe that has to be changed. It's just a guy wearing a, wearing a kimono, one side out. <laughs> but I thought it was an interesting choice for his design. Oh, they actually poking fun at that, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because one of the characters, uh, Kagura, the, the main female lead, she asks them like they they have this they have this thing where they're uh, they're trying they're about to start the new season and so they're like all right for the new season we should get new outfits and then they're at the clothing store and then they just keep getting the same outfit <laughs> <laughs> and so like until you puts on he keeps taking one piece off so like he's like I just feel more comfortable with one arm out and then the like, the main female lead is just like. Why do you do that? Did you think it looked cool? Because you know what I'm saying? That means you have to get dressed, then take the clothes off. Then you have to sit there and then like keep doing that every day. So I was like, why do you do that? Why, why, why? <gasps> Did you really thought it was cool? And then he has to get embarrassed. <laughs> like, no, I didn't think it was cool. It's just, you know what? 
fuck these clothes? Why don't I just walk around in my underpants? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's so funny. So that's so nice to call him out on <laughs> he it. Really, he really called him out on it. So it, was, it was hilarious. I mean, didn't you question that too at any point? What? Like him, this, this character design. I thought it was dumb. But, <laughs> but, I was, but I was like... But then, when he, did it, when he did it, he walks around with his hand in his other side. And it's, I'm just like, it actually looks pretty cool. Oh, my God. You know, and also, speaking of dumb... The, okay, not, wait, wait. Right, I, right, that came, was, out, came out wrong. Yeah, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. I'm sorry. No, the show was not dumb. But that reminded me of something dumb in the show. So you go ahead and get well, Whatever. So <laughs> the next thing about is about One Piece. Another 10. My okay, favorite. The thing that I say is dumb is like... like the admirals like their little jackets what's the point of having a jacket I don't know either <laughs> them shits never fall like, off though this Kentucky has one sleeve in it <laughs> them shits don't fall though they don't but they like stick them to the I don't know they're supposed to just wear them yeah but I, I, mean, I just I wanted to try bad, that but like you shouldn't like just take them off at least in battle so they just fall <laughs> don't get me wrong like I've driven Luffy's like, fighting like with that type of outfit on right now and that jacket has not left his shoulders bro I mean I could, I've <laughs> draped a jacket over me and worn it like that before and like it does stay on when you're moving no it doesn't supposed to stay exactly. on exactly <laughs> Like, especially when you're fighting. Exactly. I don't know. Who cares? I mean, it's, it's fiction. Yeah, but, <laughs> but Lord. Like, Frankie could change his hair through his nose. Can we really, do we really need to question this stuff this seriously? <laughs> I mean, bro, the main protagonist is a condom, so. Whatever. <laughs> you, will not, you won't have a Paul situation, at least. So. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that is true. <laughs> Wait, I mean, couldn't he still can? Like, just rapping. I guess he was. You know what? So with One Piece, the thing I like about it the most <laughs> is the fact of how it touches into so many different aspects of life. And sometimes it seems effortless, but it's also just like you know that a lot of thinking goes into this stuff. And backstories, lore, world building, characters. I, it's just so much to love about One Piece. I mean, sure, you can complain about Luffy or whatever, but Luffy still does some of the like, most gangster shit ever. And I think the thing with, with Luffy, why he's one of my favorite protagonists, and it's also something that I see in Asta, it's the fact that Luffy doesn't really need the full explanation. You know what I'm saying? To understand what he's dealing with. You know, he, he doesn't really need to like, oh, well, this guy's bad and this is why. Like, nah, I get it. He's bad. You're good. I like you. You're cool. I'm gonna go whoop this dude's ass. Because <laughs> he made you sad. Tell about Arlong? No, it's like it's really just practically in general. It's not, not practically how it goes in general. That is that is practically happened with Nami, but it's also the same thing. Like Luffy was just like, "Hey Zoro, you're actually a pretty good guy. You don't deserve to be tied up. I want you on my crew. I'm just gonna beat the fuck out of this uh, captain dude. So let's, <laughs> go. let's go, Chopper. Hey, I like you. You're a cool raccoon that can transform into seven forms. <laughs> Did you say raccoon? Yeah, Chopper's a raccoon. Oh, no. He's, he's a, a ranger. Well, everybody calls him a raccoon. <laughs> Why? I don't know. But either way. So, you know what I'm saying? So, like, oh, Wapo, you're a douchebag. Beat your ass. <laughs> you, think really, you think Luffy really understood the entire history of what happened on Skypiea? No. No. It's just, <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get to the Belfry. I actually kind of rock with these people. You I don't rock with. So, I'm going to use you to rock the bell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay, like don't get me wrong. Like I do enjoy One Piece. I just I, I give it the silver medal out of the big three. Um, I think and they use their cast. I mean, I've I've already like explained and they use their cast. <laughs> really, really, it does. Really, it does. <laughs> but uh, I I've talked enough about One Piece in previous videos. So I'm like, 
pretty much know what my feelings towards it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I do really, know, I do really I enjoy it. On about um, it. I have it's a couple so issues with it overall. I still think it's good. I think everyone should. Least, I think they, everyone should at least give it a try once in their lives. I mean, I mean, they they they've been doing very well as recently in the anime. I do I do want to say that I was surprised at how much praise the anime has been getting. Not surprised, but it just feels weird. Yeah. Since everybody always shits on the anime, like, oh, the pacing, da 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 But it's like, Toei Animation is trying their best to not give us fillers. <laughs> so they, they try to do it, do it another way, and it's just like, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Well, one thing with One Piece I do like, and I mentioned it before, it's like, best world building, I feel like in Shonen, maybe, I won't say in anime, it probably is up there. I, I don't know too many other things, but... Has better world building than one. Yeah, so I feel like it would probably. It's, a, it's a like. It's not too far fetched. It's not too far fetched to say it's probably the Sign best. Yeah, aside from slime. Because they're actually building their world while they by the show. Yeah, okay, uh, what's your favorite devil fruit? Uh, I don't know. I was actually thinking about that earlier. Might really be the lightning one, dog. Uh, for me, um, I put some thought into it. It's a, it's kind of between Law's fruit and Marco's fruit. I don't know. I was like the most. I would take more. I would take Law's fruit over Marco's fruit. I mean, in real life, I don't know. I feel like well, both would be useful in real life. Well, it depends. I don't know if Marco's fruit let him come back to life one time. <laughs> I mean, he's a phoenix. So I feel like he. I feel like they should be, that should be a trade off. Like, all right, you come back to life one time, but you don't have your devil fruit power no more. But can he die though? Because he's a phoenix. Like he can just heal himself. But. I think it'd be cooler if the trade-off with that fruit is you can come back to life once. So if you die for real, it's like, all right, cool. The last offering of this fruit is you coming back to life, but the fruit got to go. And this fruit just, like, go somewhere else? I yeah, because you died. So I think it should be fair. Because phoenixes do die. They just rise back from their ashes. So I think it's only fair if he dies and then comes back. Yeah, but like, the fruit. some different fruits aren't really fair, though. Loss is fair. If you give somebody immortality, he dies. Life for a life. I mean, like, what's so fair about, like, white beard? Well, I guess black beard's fruit now. What? What's fair about that? Yeah. What's there to, what's there to not be fair about? I mean, what's so not fair about laws? Cause earthquakes. What's so not fair about laws? Yeah, A, he has to create the room. B, he has to uphold it. And then Z, if you give somebody immortality, he dies. And he can't give it to himself. Okay, what's so unfair about Marcos? What's unfair about Marcos? Yeah. I don't think it's really unfair. I'm just saying that if you get the chance, if you die and come back, since you technically die, and that's the thing that makes the devil fruit leave your body, you should lose the fruit. Okay, I, like, I, this is something I do want to ask you. Okay, has uh, One Piece been going on for so long? Do you honestly think it can stick the landing when it does end? I do. I, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, because I don't feel like they're going to rush Oda. How much money Oda made them people? Uh, before the anime, before the manga blew up, not like Demon Slayer. Damn, the it's shade. still fucked up. It's still fucked up how they made her in Demon Slayer. But at the same time, though, that decision was made before the anime blew up. So, in a way, it's not fair. But at the same time, it's like she's already started in the plan, so you can't go back on it now. She left like one piece. I feel like there's just so much stuff. That needs to be tied, tied Every up. Every single mystery doesn't have to be solved. The main mysteries just need to I be mean, solved. I mean, but that's there's so many main mysteries. I mean, and you got five years to finish them up. And they're all tank, and they're all tackled in the characters that are left. I mean, you think Sanji's going to find the all blue? No. 
possibly so. I mean, the all blue would pretty much like somebody was saying like if you destroy the red line, which seems to be like a plan for some people, mm-hmm. then that links all the seeds, okay. creating the uh, all blue. Is Zora gonna beat Mihawk? Is Zora gonna beat Mihawk? Eventually. You think so? Eventually. I mean, the fact that like we've seen some spectacular shit he can do, and we still think he can't beat Mihawk. I mean, now, but Mihawk has like twenty years on him. <laughs> I mean, true, but at the same time, it's like when when is he going to even become close? Like when? Okay, when on the straw has to hey, come man, super Luffy, close? Luffy low key already emperor level, so I mean, hopefully Zoro can get to world strongest swordsman level. Yeah, all he gotta do is make himself a black sword. It doesn't seem that far off from it. So yeah, I mean that, that's 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 coming. But um, yeah. Wait, so like, so Luffy now he can actually go toe to toe with the Yonko. I mean, he's fighting Kaido one on one now. Holy shit! You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. But uh, yeah. So I mean, One Piece. I, all the stuff about One Piece is what I love. So the comedy, the serious parts, the emotional writing, character writing. I mean, I think I put um, I did my top five moments in Shonen. I put my number two spot was a moment in One Piece. I think it was one of Luffy's punches. Exactly. Luffy punches people. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. But now to tackle the last bad boy. Like this thing I asked earlier, like, like, like what is this? Like, what, what is this, bro? Okay. <laughs> now listen. You gotta explain this shit. Listen. <laughs> so, uh, to try to keep it short so we don't end up going too far. Uh, with the Bonagardo series. <laughs> Your face right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, how am I going to explain this shit? <laughs> it's one of the wildest rides you could ever go on, but it's so fun, but also cringy and creepy, but also very heartwarming, heartbreaking. As I just realized, like, what does she have in her mouth? A donut. That's a donut? Yes. Why it's a donut-loving vampire. She's a vampire? That's 500 years old. She's 500 years old? Yes. Wow, okay. I'm going to stop asking questions, Curtis. So... <laughs> <laughs> she also has like six different body types what yes so this is not her main body no what her main body is actually like you know, probably one of the most gorgeous character designs I've ever seen you know just please explain this to me so I don't have a, okay. a headache uh, so the Monogatari series is actually the story of Koyomi Aragi who you can't really see in the picture because he's kind of like cause, I mean the females are the ones that count in the story so he's the main characters but these are the ones that matter um he is kind of a, I won't say depressing, I guess emo is a good way to put it. He really just doesn't <laughs> care. So one day he stumbles across Shinobu, whose real name is like super long. It's like uh, Kiss Shot, Underheart, Arerion, something, 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 Blade. Uh, she's a legendary vampire who 500 years ago came to Japan, which is actually over 500. Um... And it's that like Japan became her territory, so apparitions and stuff kind of like used to follow her lead and left like left people alone. And after meeting her, Araki turns into a vampire. So he then actually ends up like kind of enjoying his life as a vampire until he realizes the mistake he's made of becoming this monster. And so he goes through to fix that, and like. From there, it just kind of moves on into him fixing himself and then also helping out these other characters that he keeps me that are afflicted by these other apparitions. So after he fights and beats Shinobu, she kind of turns powerless because, you know what I'm saying, she kind of becomes like a servant of his in return of him being a servant of her. And 
throughout the story, the the characters he meets, which I'm all girls, like their stories touching the very serious parts of their life that mm-hmm. were wrong and kind of helps them to understand where they were wrong and also to understand why it's okay for them to move forward. And it's done in a way that, in some ways, can be very creepy. But uh, <laughs> also, in just ways that are, A, fun, because the dialogue is crazy. They don't care what they say. They just do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. Like, between this and Gintama, I don't know who has the wackiest dialogue. <laughs> oh, God. And it's also, the, the anime is done in such a wacky way that they, they the imagination of what you can do with a show is really put to the test here. <laughs> And they also do parodies on some other things. They also bring up some other things, like other stories and how they were telling like their styles and stuff like that. So they do that. They break the fourth wall. They don't care because like the main character's girlfriend, like they're having a conversation. She's like, "Don't worry, I can give, I can tell you how much you love me with your voice because my voice actress is amazing." And the main character's like, "You're what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yes." <laughs> so is that is that self aware? Yes. And then, like, she tries to mimic his voice, but it goes terrible. He's like, see? <laughs> that's how you sound. He's like, that is not how I sound. Wait, are we in an anime or something? And then they move forward. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, they do it all the time. Hey, Gintama actually had a press conference about the fact that they shouldn't have done the show anymore. So, they, they, these things do what they want sometimes. But, yeah. So, oh, the, main, the main thing about Monogatari is that the dialogue is done in a way that when, while they're pointing out the flaws in these characters and also the obviously the obvious hypocrisy in the characters, and that's the main thing I like about it. No character is perfect. No character is ever fully right or wrong. So everybody has a stake in the in the uh, in the story. Like yes, this did happen to you. That is messed up. But here's where you messed up. Okay. All right. Now I understand where you messed up at. Let me help you get back on the right side. And so it kind of moves forward in that, and it's done in a way that's very compelling. And you just end up, you just end up loving all the girls. Just, I'm still on the fact that like she acknowledges her voice actor, like what? Tries to do a performance that fails, and then it's just like, so that was good, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, since that's the last one. Um, what do you think is like your overall taste in looking um, at this? My overall taste, I'd How say, would you describe it? is touching on to what you want to tell in your story while having a very good and redeemable cast and also fun. Okay, um, from my point of view, for, well, because there's um, not fun to but... describe your taste. One, you're into some fucked up shit. Yes. Two, you're into shows that kind of have misdirection that seems goofy at first glance, but has a lot of like deep and meaningful undertones to them. Also, yes. And you're into Bleach, so. Yes. <laughs> That's, I mean, like, I'm, I'm kidding. Okay, yeah, I'm into your Richie's titties. Like, I mean. all, overall, I think good. <laughs> a lot of these shows I've added to my list. What I'm watching right now is this. I, I'm about to say the easiest one to watch is Quintessential Quintuplets. <laughs> this name just sounds weird. <laughs> hey, they're all quintessential and they're all very important to the story. Can they quit stuff? Hey, man, I don't know how the mama was able to hold that all that in the story. <laughs> Whatever. And then they all came out baddies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but like all that. Um, you just tell that you got into anime in the early 2000s, mid 2000s. But overall, good, though. Solid, solid taste, my good sir. <laughs>
This is part one of Anime Taste. Please be sure to tune in to part two so that way you can catch Curtis' side. We'll catch you later.